If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, play the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, right here on the Radio Free Brooklyn. We're coming up on Halloween, we Noel. We are, and uh, that was what that was a little homage to Halloween oh, for wow, you, my wow, friend. Subtle, in case you couldn't get that <laughs> from there, but I just thought I'd throw it out there. Um, how are you, Noel? I am great. That's good. I'm yeah. glad to hear that. Yeah. So I have a little story for you. Okay. I know you normally do the stories because your life is substantially more interesting than mine. I just remember things. <laughs> oh, right. There's that, too. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, so Deb and I went on vacation recently. We went to uh, beautiful Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful on the outside. I'll say that for sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, we did a lot of hiking and like very physical active stuff. So Deb made me promise that uh, when we got back... To New York, we were going to start hiking. Like once a month, we were going to go on a hike. All right. And, and, you know, and I said, sure, why not? And she held me to that promise. And last week, we went uh, <coughs> hiking in Bear Mountain, uh, part of Harriman State Park, I guess. And I found this trail on all trails. Didn't have a proper trail map. And we got out there, and we were the only people there because it was like a Monday afternoon in October. Yeah. And... uh we're following the trail. We seem to be on the trail fine. Service is a little spotty with the phone. You know we're in the mountains. And then actually, no, we're not on the trail. We don't know where we are. We can't get back on the trail. The trail on the all trails does not jibe up with any potential route that we could take. Okay. That was obviously a path. So we're like, all right, maybe we just got to follow this trail. So we're following this trail, and we come upon... Uh, uh, these signs that say this way to Doodle Town. Oh yeah, and we're like, what is Doodle Town? And Doodle Town, it turns out, is a ghost town uh, that's in Bear Mountain that was started back in the 1800s, I think, and ended in 1965. No idea why it ended. Uh, and there are signs for it saying, you know, follow this road, and it's historic Doodle Town. And you follow a road, and there's supposed to be plaques in front of all the old buildings that are there. When you follow the roads, the plaques are there, but all the old buildings are gone. Oh, there's really? There's nothing. It's just like a plaque that says, here was the Stendler home. <laughs> they probably grew fuchsia over there. Uh-huh. Like, literally, that's the things they would say. And then I guess people would steal some of the plaques, so you just have the stanchion there with nothing on it, and then an empty space right behind it. It was very bizarre. Yeah. And we got completely lost, completely lost. And 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 we uh, thought for sure we were going to die in the woods of Bear Mountain. It was pretty terrifying. For those of you that, that maybe hike, uh, what you learn, what we learned is that, like, hiking in Arizona is not, uh, is, is easy, because it's open, everything's wide open. You're not hiking in the woods. Yeah. You're hiking, you know, you can look and like, oh, there's a road 20 miles that way. I can see all the way there. Worst case scenario, we can just head in that direction. Uh, all the paths are really clearly marked, not in the woods, man. 
<laughs> which we got. We like, I mean, uh, the GPS would go in and out, and I'd look at the GPS, and it would be in, and I'd be like, how did we end up here? Yeah. We're like, you know, three hours out of our way. It was terrifying. We were, we were supposed to be a two- to three-hour hike, and it took us uh, six hours because <laughs> we got so turned around. But thankfully, we made it back safely. Yeah. Like when we finally saw people, because we didn't see people right up until the last like 30 minutes of the hike. When we finally saw people, the sense of relief came over us. That was unbelievable. Wow. This, you know, what was supposed to be a pleasant jaunt in the woods really turned into a bit of a horror show. It's spooky. Yeah. Which is, uh, which is uh, 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 a good lead-in to our topic today, Noel. Which is haunted houses. That's right. Um, and uh, there's a lot of them out there. There are. And there's a lot of money in there. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I say we should uh, just get right into it, Plunge maybe. Plunge right in. And uh, you want to get started? I do. I want to go over the deal first in okay. case anyone out there doesn't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Good point. So every week, Josh and I come up with fantastic ideas to get rich with. And at that point, we do nothing. These ideas, which are guaranteed gold, come into your ears, shoot through your fingers, and you enact them on the world. You make millions, if not billions, if not trillions of dollars, and you give us 10%. That's it. You tithe us. Yep. That's the deal. Pretty simple, pretty straightforward. That's right. No contracts needed. That's me spitting in my hand to yep. shake yours. Oh, Josh, gross. We're doing an audio <laughs> handshake with spitting it. I don't know what the point of the spit in the hand was. I don't know how that was meant to seal the deal. Because you're mixing your spit. What is that? So uh, what does that mean? It's like making out. <laughs> and that seals the deal? <laughs> that means that you... Okay. Yeah, right, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's the so, thing you used to see in old westerns yeah, all the time. sure did. I would spit in his hand, the other guy would spit in his hand, and then they'd shake. Yeah. Huh. All right. Okay. So... <laughs> Here we go, right into it. Uh huh. Lots of money right here yeah. off the top. Yeah. First of all, I should let you know Halloween, people spend about $6.9 billion a year. So much money. $400 million about on haunted houses. Really? That much? Huh? Yep. $400 million. Uh, according to an article I saw on The Hustle, there's a park called Fear Overlord, uh, Overload Scream Park in Bayshore, California. Mm hmm. And they make profit about $200,000 in 20 days. That's a lot of money. It sure is. It's fast money. Getting rich quick. Yep. Uh, so uh, they started with a $200,000 investment, and they made zero profit the first year. They made their money back, but they made zero profit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then... Over the time, you know, they've grown that, and they have also expanded into other seasons. Uh, they have My Bloody Valentine, and they have uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Santa's Scream Fest. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I, so I saw another thing that was a guy named Leonard Pickle. Great name. Uh-huh. Uh, he runs a haunted house consultancy firm, and they're called Entrepreneurs. And his whole thing is you need to balance high capacity versus quality. Uh-huh. You know, you need in a way to get them in and out. Right. And you need to uh, still have it good. But if you have it too good, people can't get in and out. <clears throat> 
So another thing that he goes into is about how to maximize <clears throat> your profitable days. Mm-hmm. Right? So uh, he gave an example on the site of basically everyone used to open on the 15th and go through the 31st. And uh, someone else realized that no one's there Monday and Tuesday, I think it was. So he opened up a week and a half earlier, but had no Mondays and Tuesdays, had the same overhead, but made a lot more money. Right. So things like that, uh, this guy helped you figure out. He also uh, has something on his site where he sells other people's used haunted houses. Okay, that's a big thing. I was looking at that, and that's a huge market. There's a lot of people buying and selling haunted houses. Yeah, yeah there are. Uh, so there were some that were really crappy, and they were pretty cheap, but the better ones, they were all under $200,000, but not too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're failed businesses. And unless they're a tent or a trailer, they're trapped in this location that right. couldn't support their yep. business. Mm-hmm. Uh so, you know, if you take that same $200,000 investment, I found something else out there. <clears throat> okay. Something called the Eloise Complex in Westland, Michigan, mm-hmm. which is right outside of Ann Arbor near Detroit. Mm-hmm. It opened in 1832, mm-hmm. was a debtor's prison, mm-hmm. then became a mental asylum and tuberculosis sanitarium. Mm-hmm. That's already signed up that it's already haunted. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you just listen, man. (laughs) A lot of people died there, and they were buried in unmarked graves. Mm -hmm. Uh, It also is riddled with abandoned tunnels said to contain medical waste and tools and that are the results of medical experiments. Mm -hmm. Uh, And workers found jars of human body parts, and uh, there's... All sorts of records of horrific procedures they did on people there. And ghost hunters have called it one of the most haunted places in Michigan. Uh, It's over 150,000 square feet. It has 50 acres of land around it. Uh, It's got an old boarded-up fire station. And it butts up against a golf course. So over a year ago, this was listed at... Mm. Uh, 1.5 million over a year ago. Mm-hmm. So much less now you could probably get yeah, that for. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the Detroit area, it, it's a bonanza of grants and tax breaks right now. They're trying to build yep. up, uh, rebuild that area. Mm-hmm. So new businesses, you're good, right? So for that same $200,000, you can make your down payment, you can get all your insurance, get lots of fake blood. <laughs> You're not going to need much more than that because no. it already is such a creepy, creepy, creepy right. place. It was a debtor's prison turned mental asylum and tuber- tuberculosis sanitarium. That's creepy. All you need to do is just hire some, uh, uh, what do they call them, paranormal uh, hunters. They've already they- gone through and declared this Right, place. but I'm saying you need to hire some to take people on tours. That's all oh, you need to yeah, do. Yeah, well, sure. Well, so uh, so my idea is you get it, you get the fake blood, you make your $200,000 back in that first year, and then 
from that point, you take this money and you put it back into the place and you just fix it up. Mm-hmm. And you turn this into a haunted resort. That this place is big enough, creepy enough, well-situated enough, butts up against a golf course, mm-hmm. and you can get ghost tourists. Yeah, I think that's a good Easily. idea. Easily. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I had read about there's this, uh, uh, it's considered apparently the scariest haunted house, but it's not like a real haunted house. It's uh-huh. a, like a house of horrors kind yeah. of thing uh, that goes on. It's year round in uh, San Diego, and it's called the McCamey Manor. They only allow two people to do it at a time. Okay. And it can last from four to eight hours. Oh, wow. No one has ever finished it. And it's tailored to you. It runs year round, year round. And basically, they so like the, you can't say what they do because themes change based on sort of what your deepest fears are. And they'll do things like they'll put people, you know, like it's it's kind of like those hostel movies. Yeah. Meet the Saw movies. Uh-huh. Meet and they do it in like four locations and they shuttle you around. They like tie you up and then it's broadcast. And they apparently have a waiting list of over twenty four thousand people right now. Oh wow! To go and do this thing, yeah. And and they do things like they will put you in a cage filled with snakes. Oh, um, they'll like manhandle you. Ugh. I mean, they won't go so far as to waterboard you, but I yeah. think similar stuff where they'll grab you by the head and shove it in water and then pull you up like like some. It's it's all like sort of really heavy adrenaline craziness uh-huh. that they have going on there. But they do it. They don't charge anything for it. What? They've invested apparently like half a million dollars into it. It's been running for about 14, 15 years now, maybe a little bit longer. And they apparently don't charge for it, uh-huh. which to me is crazy. Yeah, it sure is. You should be doing that. You know, do it. It's an open thing, and you can make millions off of it. Millions, I tell you, millions. Year-round haunted house. I tell you. It's haunted resort. Yeah. Same thing. And the beauty of it is because it's on so much property, you build the hotel on the property, but away from the most haunted part. So the hotel itself is safe. No. no wouldn't people want to stay no, in the haunted no, part? It's, it's, uh, every person I've heard tell their ghost story uh-huh. that has to do with staying in like a haunted place, spending the night, it's awful. The story is awful. They wake <laughs> up, they're freaked out, they have dreams like what they think are dreams of people like putting their hands over their mouths and smothering them uh-huh. and they don't sleep and they feel really fucking creepy and shitty and then they run out of the place at like five o'clock in the morning. They're like, Are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. And then they leave. I feel like it needs to be like Disney, you know what okay. I mean? In that you know there's that thing over there. And you can go into it whenever you want, but you can also leave whenever you want, and then you have the safe place. Well, how about this? The rooms uh-huh. are in the haunted part, and if they want, we'll have a safe space that they could flee to in the middle of the night, but it's real expensive. I think they can... <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great idea, but I think what you really do is they can spend X amount of dollars to spend one night in there because they're not going to want to spend more than one night sleeping in the haunted space. Well, if they're going golfing, yeah, <laughs> of course, the world class golf course, yeah. 
all the T's should be carved out of bone. Oh, yeah. 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 And you're close <laughs> enough there to University of Michigan, you'd get all sorts of students. Sure. For the haunted house part. Sure. Yeah. Detroit. Uh-huh. Get all those Detroiters out there. That's right. Eminem. We're burn, looking at you. I don't know. Eminem may burn that shit down like he did in 8 Mile. Oh, yeah. You know, you got to watch out. People don't cotton to that stuff. People get freaked out by that stuff. Well, yeah. I, I'm, I'm all for it. Okay. I'm down with it. All right. All right. So this one is going to be like quickish. Okay. Well, not quickish, but I tap into uh, uh, both of my ideas sort of harken back to other things we've talked about. Oh, sure. We've discuss the entire financial world yeah we have and and but even it works into other there's sort of ideas that go with other ideas that we've come up with or Uh in in this case that i've come up with um so uh you know i was thinking like haunted house right it's really about fear right it's about tapping into sort of that primal thing that you can't control and you jump and you scream and and you know the adrenaline rush of it right and you know but it's like all of your deepest fears, right? They're uh-huh. they're right up in that scariest room of your personal haunted house, right? Yeah. It's up in your head. Yeah. It's up in your brain, right? So I was thinking, like, there's nothing that would be scarier. Like, we've all walked through haunted houses where some guy jumps out and yep. you jump and you, ah, that's uh, fine. Yeah. But it's not real terror, right? It's not It's not real fear, Right. It's like a little bit. And after a while, you don't even get that scared about it. You know what I mean? The challenge is, how do I not jump like I'm? And then they jump out and you just go, oh, I'm a tough guy and stuff like that. But how do you put yourself in a position where you're going to be really scared, Uh really get that adrenaline pumping? But it's still a quote unquote safe space. Right. That you you're you know, you're not actually going to die. So I was thinking to myself. Well, you know, we did on the dreams episode. I talked about uh, uh, the headset yep. that runs on Bluetooth. Yep. <laughs> I felt I needed to get it in before you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you were very impressed yeah, by that. Uh-huh. It was wireless. <laughs> the wireless. <laughs> the wireless headset. that that, And we had discussed sort of like going in and, and running commercials uh-huh. and playing other people's dreams, right? Well, I don't see why. So I thought. Okay, maybe you could do something like that mm-hmm. and fuck with people's minds, yeah. right? And they're, you know, sort of asleep. But it's like, that's nightmare shit. And when you're asleep, that really ruins you. It makes you, it, it freaks you out, right? It, yeah. Like, you wake up and it, it gets subconscious and, and it will stick with you for a super long time. Then I was reading a piece on, I don't know, if you ever heard of silent discos? Uh, yes. Okay, right? So you know what they are. People have wireless headsets. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and they go to a place where uh, there are hundreds. We, we actually, the first time we ever saw when we were in Edinburgh for uh, Charlie Victor Ro- Romeo, which was one of your great regrets, yeah. as I recall from not the going. regret episode. And had you gone, you would have danced with uh, not me, but I watched everyone because that's how I do. Yeah. Um, uh, but all the ladies of Charlie Victor Romeo and the crew. Uh, dancing on this big upper deck thing where everyone just had on headsets where they were being all piped the same music, but mm-hmm. if you were outside, it just looked like a bunch of crazy people dancing around. right? So I thought, why not have silent haunted houses? Okay. And you just put people at night out in a field. You've taken a... Uh, 
they would it would require some sort of uh, psychological examination. Okay. To begin with, like right. really just sort of getting into what their greatest fears are okay. and phobias yeah, and sure. stuff like that, and then sort of like making a bespoke haunted house experience uh-huh. that they would basically just you could, and. You could do this in VR, yeah, right, where they have uh, a thing on their face and and headphones on, and they're walking around, uh-huh. and there's an actual like tactile experience where they're actually walking and bumping into each other. W- wouldn't they all be tripping over each other's wires? No, with VR you can do it wirelessly. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that is a possibility. I mean, it's not may not be fully wirelessly yet yeah. at this point. So you may uh, uh, not need, not do it that way. Uh-huh. And then what I was thinking was, so you take that headset, right? You lay them down. Everyone just lays down. They've got the headset on, and you just directly pump into their brain. Uh-huh. This bespoke haunted horror thing for them, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Why are you biting your lip? You because I just want to know. You, the man who was so impressed by wireless things, uh huh. It's 2016, <laughs> soon to be 2017, and there's parts of this that uh-huh. you think can't yet be wireless. <laughs> What kind of miracle work do you think wireless technology is? <laughs> it's not that. It's that. It's that. I believe, as I understand it, for particularly for VR, uh-huh. the bandwidth may be too big for for Bluetooth or some sort of wireless just yet. They're yeah. working on it, I'm sure. They but probably all, got it. all the major. VR situations are not uh-huh. wireless. All right. Oculus is not wireless. The Sony VR for uh, PlayStation is not wireless. Uh-huh. It's all attached <laughs> because I think it's just too much information to pass without glitches mm-hmm. for a smooth transition, like, you know, a smooth transition through all the different things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's as it's been explained to me, as I understand. Uh-huh. But anyway, back on top. Who explained it to you like a 74 year old man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was sitting there eating his heavy metal jam right out yeah. of the jar. All right. And he was going. explaining to me how wireless works. Okay. Um anyway, um yeah, I don't think I think the bandwidth is 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 especially if you're doing multiples. Okay. Like that. It's right. just a, I could be wrong. You know, look, if I'm wrong, people who actually know about this shit, let me know. Yeah, just loves hearing about wireless stuff. <laughs> I love it. I love <laughs> will, it. The more I know. You will get the most sincere <laughs> thank you you've ever had. <laughs> just for reaching out and yeah. saying something. Um, but anyway, so, okay, wireless, fine, it's all wireless. So you can do it VR, okay. virtually, Yeah. Um, with wireless, or you can do it, I personally like the directly on the head, mm-hmm. beam right into their brain, okay. yeah. fuck them up yeah. kind of thing. You can charge... A ton of money for this. Yeah. You can do it year round. Year round. Um, and, you know, you can do it. All you need really to do it, especially if you're doing it through the head one, as we've discussed, you're not going to need, you'll need a room to have all your computer equipment and uh-huh. people can do it anywhere they want. Anywhere. You can set it up in their homes. You can set it up, you know, you can do parties, whatever you want. Uh-huh. Silent uh, haunted house. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. You should like it because it's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what did you? Well, how much did you flip out the first time you saw anything wireless? Um, 
Well, I mean, I remember, it's funny to me, Just uh-huh. I, and I, this is probably off topic, I'm pivoting like Donald, okay. like everybody does, but I remember uh, when I was a kid, yeah. and I was a big fan of Dick Tracy, yeah. the comics, and I wanted... The watch. The watch. Yeah. The two-way radio watch. Yeah. So badly. And they used to, uh, uh, on one of those, like, you know, I don't know what they're called, what they were, remember what they were called, but you, they used to advertise on the back of comic books uh-huh. uh, these, uh, <clears throat> like, you would sell magazine subscriptions. And for, depending on how many you'd sell, you would g- earn points. Yeah. And then you could use those points to trade in for toys, for, uh, uh, you know, just prizes that were obviously worth much less than what the, any commission they would uh-huh. have to give you on stuff like this. And the idea was that kids were going door to door selling these magazine subscriptions. And one of the things they had uh, on this one one was a Dick Tracy two-way radio watch. And I thought it had the TV screen on it. Uh-huh. And I told my mother I had to do this. And I couldn't sell a fucking magazine prescription subscription to save my life. I mean, it took me two and a half years uh-huh. to sell this magazine subscriptions to get enough points to get this two-way radio watch. And I got it, and I was so happy. And, like, I had, you know, the big lesson was you just keep working. Yeah. You're going to get what it is you want. It was such a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> right? It was yeah. like... It was. It barely worked. First of all, the screen on it wasn't a real screen. It just had like a picture of Dick Tracy on it, uh-huh. like you know, taped on there or something yeah. like that. And the watch could only work from like one room to the other. Okay, you'd have like your friend would be in the other room, so you could actually just hear them talking without. Uh, it was basically like having a tin can on your wrist uh-huh. with the string. Tin can with the string on your wrist was what it was, and. Uh, <clears throat> I was still obsessed with it. I mean, it, it ruined me because I, I realized that, you know, working for something means nothing because yeah. you're always going to be disappointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That failure is always the eventual end result of everything. But when the Apple Watch came out, uh-huh. I so didn't give a shit. <laughs> Why? I don't know. That I just your, didn't. Your thing. I, exactly. Like, I should have been super excited yeah. about it. Could have cared less okay. and still care less. All right. So I'm not, you know... Getting the point being uh-huh. that <clears throat> it's not the wireless that excites me so much. It was that I was so impressed with that helmet, how sleek it was uh-huh. without all of the wires on it. You're so used to seeing those helmets with like hundreds of wires coming out of it, yeah. right? And then running like color coded to a big, you know, uh, module component uh-huh. and you know <laughs> yeah. try, you know yeah. you see someone and all you would think is and it's sort of wrapped on your head like an old russian cosmonaut hat uh-huh. kind of thing <clears throat> and you'd see people uh and they like for sleep studies and stuff like you're like how do you fucking sleep with that thing on you're gonna wrap it around your throat and you're gonna choke yourself uh-huh. so when i saw that helmet and it was wireless <laughs> And it was so sleek. I was really impressed that they had made this thing wireless. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm an 80-year-old Jewish man. Yeah. Deep inside. Not even that deep. Like, I'm just about there. I'm halfway there. More than halfway there. So, yeah, I didn't, you know, wireless itself doesn't impress me. I don't know. It's I the don't know wireless that. helmet that okay. impresses right. me. You know, uh, if anyone wants to have a clue what we're talking about, uh, <laughs> go back and listen to our Dreams episode and... Uh, 
and you'll hear Josh's wonder light up like a child when he mentions that this thing is wireless. To me, it was like that extra added bonus on it. Uh huh. It's so cool that that is also wireless. <laughs> Despite all the other amazing things I was talking about, and then boom, if you weren't sold by then, yeah. this is going to th- be the thing that pushes you over the edge. It's wireless, yeah. Daddy. Hey, uh, you know, uh, last week uh, in our regrets episode, uh, mm. one of the things I discussed was uh, giving children planting regrets in them so that they can learn from them later uh-huh. in life, uh, not make the mistake on something bigger. And Josh used himself of why he dropped out of school. How would I do that? And I made up a scenario uh-huh. that we would do and then guide him through the regret so that later in life he learns that hard work pays off. You accidentally actually got the opposite lesson. That's right. You are the product of that, mm-hmm. of that Dick Tracy piece of crap. Yep. Cardboard watch you got. Yeah, I, I Look, I am, I am a product of regret. <laughs> I am, I you know I didn't want to get into it in in last week's show because yeah. that was the theme and it would have just dragged it all down. Uh-huh. But I am I am entirely my entire forties. The person that I am is entirely uh, <laughs> shaped and formed by regret. But you know I don't regret uh-huh. talking about uh, houses of horrors. No, not at all. Because there's lots of money out there for. Uh, uh, you know, uh, we might want to take a little bit of break from the horror houses, okay. the haunted houses, as they say in uh, Moneyland, uh, and and get to our what we like to call our latest segment or our raison d'etre. Our raison d'etre, Josh and Noel sell out. <laughs> That's right. In which every week we explore ways of Josh and I selling out to big corporations. Uh, you know, and you know the old tired ways. You know, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, go to Josh Knoll's show page, hit the sponsor button. Half that money will go to us. Half that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn for the remainder of the season, which ends November 15th. You know that if you hate us, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, go to the Patreon link, pledge money. That only goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. None comes to us. And you can put a note nasty about us. We know this. Note nasty. Yeah. But the the real money. The real selling out. It comes from corporations handing you money for you to, to silence you, to, 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 to give up your, your, your beliefs. And uh, we have a sponsor. We're starting small. Mm-hmm. Uh, so brought to you by Monte Lamonte. Take it away. Hey everybody, this is your good friend again, Monty Lamonti. You may remember me from my famous commercials, doing things right with Monty, don't tell me what to do, and sitting down with you pee. Oh shit, I meant sitting down when you pee, for men. Anyway, I'm back again to give you another amazing tip. If you change your razor blades that you use for shaving, you're an idiot. Let me say that one more time. You are an idiot. You heard correct, people. I have been using the exact same razor blade to 
shave my head and face to pure perfection when it comes to smoothness for over a year without changing the blade one time. I use a shitty blade that I paid almost nothing for. I've been using it for over a year and it's still amazing, which means shavedollar.com, Gillette, whatever. It's all a bunch of bullshit. You don't need to change your razor blade. I mean, you can buy one of those brand names, but then just buy it once and never change it again. Always a positive influence in your life. This was another great tip from your good friend, Monty Lamonti. And remember, as always, if you heard this tip, you owe me $2. You can Google my name and PayPal me the money. I appreciate it. I trust you. Thank you. Bah. <laughs> I, I like I like how he's gone from if you heard this tip and you like it, uh-huh. Google me and send me two dollars to if you heard this tip, you owe me two dollars. Yeah, yeah. That should be our that should be <laughs> <laughs> if you heard this show, it's no longer like if you make it rich. Yeah. If you listen to our show, you owe us ten percent of everything you make for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know what we should maybe uh consider instead of charging uh Monty Lamani by the week. Uh-huh. We should maybe charge by the second. <laughs> Cuz these are getting longer and longer. <laughs> they are. They are. You know, Monty but We won't say anything cuz cuz we're selling our souls. That's right. Yeah. The other thing we can do is, you know, I mean, if Monty's not making money on if Monty wants to branch out yeah. into other topics, he could become like our uh our uh uh we could have just a Monty Lamonti segment that is Monty just talking about whatever Monty wants to talk about. All right. You know? We'll talk about it. Just a thought. Yeah. Uh, you know what else is just a thought? Uh, our topic, haunted houses. Uh-huh. So that's why we take a break every week, and we give you a little bit of another topic in which you can get fantastically, disgustingly wealthy. So if you're waiting in line right now for a haunted house, or uh, if you are just found a piece of human body part in a jar in the basement of a tunnel... Uh, you might want to listen to this. Come back later and listen to the rest of the show. Make even more money. So, Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. In 2004, 14-year-old Ashley Quells launched WhateverLife.com as a means to show off her design work after a few years studying HTML. Her site had virtually no traffic until she began offering free custom MySpace layouts to fellow classmates. By 2005, and with only word of mouth for advertising, her site began to explode with visitors seeking cool designs to personalize their social network page. That was when she joined Google's AdSense program, which supplied ads to her site and paid her a share of the click revenue, which since has made Ashley millions of dollars. We've talked about uh, AdSense. Yep. Using using Google ads to just make tons of money. Tons. And she did it all with uh, designing MySpace pages. Wow. Couldn't do that with MySpace pages nowadays. <laughs> no, you wouldn't make too much money. <laughs> you know, while you're you're sitting there. Uh, oh, I can't remember the name of that one. What? The other, the dead music site, the one that was... Uh, Napster? Napster, uh-huh. right. That's still around, though, isn't it? it the name is still around. Yeah, but I it's think nothing, it's something. It's nothing like the original Napster, though. No. Which was a, a trading site, I believe. 
He invested yeah. in Google. I mean, in Google, in Facebook, didn't he? Wasn't he one of the original? Yeah, I don't know. Partners in the Napster kid, the Napster douche. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. So there you go, guys. The point is, uh, <clears throat> start young. Yeah. Design things. Learn HTML. Learn how to code in whatever language that they're coding in these days. Yeah. The kids are coding it. Uh, design MySpace pages for members of your class for free. And then start uh, selling ads on your website. Boom. Boom. Millions. So much money. Millions. Yeah, which is lots of money for us, too, at 10%. Yeah. Uh, so, but you know what else? Lots of money. Haunted houses. Let's get to it. Boom. Round two. Uh, so, you know, my first thing, we, 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 were, we were really talking about Halloween haunted houses mm-hmm. that veered into an actual haunted house. But now I, I, I'm going to just talk about actual haunted houses. Okay. So <clears throat> if you have a ghost in your house out there, people, this is for you. Uh, if you if you want to move into a haunted property, go there, get it. This is, will then be for you, too. Uh, or if you're actually you just listen. This may not be for you. <laughs> <laughs> this is for everybody. Uh, so what, what I wanted to, to try to figure out was how can I make money from a ghost in your house, right? So if, you know, the world's gotten a lot more expensive. We don't, people don't live with their grandparents anymore. You don't, everyone's got to pay their way. Yeah. And and it seems to me in this day and age, especially in New York City, uh, if there's a ghost, they should be contributing. You know, <laughs> not just some... <laughs> hipster ghost in the basement uh right you know you gotta you living gotta chip in, their, in yeah living in their garret yeah just setting up their painting yeah screaming down send me up something to eat yeah shit doesn't fly anymore no it doesn't you gotta help with the mortgage help with the rent yep so uh so i started looking into d- different ways of that and i looked into what ghosts are and a lot of people say a lot of things about what they are you know there's tons of different ideas about what ghosts actually are what they're made of, you know, everything. Everything I read, though, agree on one thing. Mm-hmm. They have <clears throat> a magnetic field disturbance about them. And there's even uh, a lot of people, you know, say it's from the ghost. Other people say it attracts the ghost to this magnetic disturbance area. Uh, and... Other people even say that it's hallucinations caused by disturbances your brain brought on by these magnetic field disturbances. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, So, but no matter what, everyone is attributing uh, these magnetic hotspots or magnetic disturbance from the ghost. It's Mm -hmm. all about magnets, right? So I started uh, Googling that, right? Uh and I found a physics form, which they were describing <clears throat> me, how to attempt to power your home by the Earth's magnetic, magnetic field. You really haven't. I'm having. I, the, I cannot with speak. The words today. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I usually have a glass of water here. Too, I think there's I, a, some sort of magnetic disturbance going is. on around you right now. I'm that's, haunted. Yeah, guys. this is it. Uh, but so, 
So these uh, physicists on this forum were describing how to attempt to power their homes via the Earth's magnetic field. And basically what they were talking about doing was wrapping wires around their home. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I'm sure you remember this from physics class way back when. <clears throat> Didn't take physics. Or well, you may have learned this at some point. Uh-huh. But a wire passing through a magnetic field produces electricity. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, and the tighter you coil this <laughs> copper wire, the more electricity you make. Okay. It's basically the same principle as electromagnet. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, only that that's the opposite. That's mm-hmm. wrapping the coil around and then putting electricity through and making the magnet go super magnet, right? They're exchanging each other's power. Okay. Right? Uh, so you take your haunted home. Uh-huh. And you wrap it in wires all around your home. And if there's a place where a path the ghost travels down, like, oh, the ghost comes down these stairs. Uh Or, oh, the ghost appears here. Extra around there, right? Okay. And when these ghosts appear, and when these ghosts travel around, you will get power from this, right? Uh, It can power the home. If you get excess power, it can feed back into the grid. So if you did that to your home, that would help you with some money. But the real money in this is to make friends with some ghost hunters, uh-huh. some clairvoyants, uh-huh. and sell your services to homes that they find are haunted. Right, So if they go out and they ghost hunt, and they're like, yes, there is an apparition in this home. Uh-huh. Uh, or an apparition. Or an apparition. Apparition. You know, we don't judge anymore in today's society. <laughs> uh, they come back to you afterward and say, hey, uh, Josh, old 123 Main Street over there uh-huh. is uh, haunted. <laughs> and you go over, slip a card under the door, and you sell your service to them. It, it's almost like uh, installing solar panels. Right, yeah, yeah. But I, ma- I imagine that, you know, if you if you know, you know can convince enough people in power, yeah. you can get people tax breaks for putting this stuff on their I'm homes I'm sure as well. you can. Once they see the results, that, I'm sure. Yeah. Because like, it'll be big. I mean, if every house at 123 Main Street in this country was haunted, uh-huh. that would be a lot of houses. That would be. A lot of Main Streets. Yeah. yeah. A lot of 123s. A lot of 123s. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, a reasonably good idea. I think it's fantastic. Um, I guess the question is, is like, are we basically running other things off of this, or are we running the house that we're installing it in? Uh, well, it would power the house. It, like a solar thing, right? right? It powers the house, and then if there's excess power, it feeds back into the grid. You'd need a lot of ghosts passing through, though. I mean, how much wire are you going to be tightly wrapping around? A lot. They have a lot of magnet. Um <laughs> But the real thing is... It's going to be a lot of magnet, too, right? We're selling them. We're selling them. We're not making money off the power. No, I know. I understand. But I'm just trying to think the selling point, right? Yeah. (laughs) To the house that's haunted, that's saying, like, look, these, you know, I get it. You want these ghosts to pay for themselves. That's a big selling point. Yeah. Right? But when you then tell them that you're going to have to wrap the whole house in wire and it's going to be a powerful magnet... Under the siding. It's going to be a powerful magnet. No, 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 no. 
the ghost is a power. Oh, the so, ghost. So okay. He, as I said, there's three theories about what happens. Right. No, I got Either you. Either the ghost is giving off this magnetic disturbance. Uh-huh. Or the ghosts are happening in areas where there are magnetic disturbances, so you may just live in a magnetic hotspot right. of the planet Earth. Okay, and so then you've got, so if that's where it is, then if that's what it is, you've got a lot of power. Concentration, A lot yes. of concentration of power. But if it's, the ghosts are giving off the magnetic disturbance, yeah. let's say you have one ghost. Yeah. That's not a lot of magnetic disturbance. You don't need a lot. You just need enough to, to, to juice this. Because you're just, you've got so much wire wrapped yeah. around your house. Yeah. These people thought uh-huh. that they could, just by the house sitting there and getting the magnetic field of the earth, uh-huh. these guys were theorizing that they could probably power their own homes. Okay. So if you have this turning up to 20 magnet going on, you're 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 solid. You're Saudi Arabia. Yeah, okay. I'm with you. All right. That's good. Yeah. That's good. You're spooky Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm gonna call it. Spooky Arabia. Yeah. I think that's good. <laughs> oh my god, spooky Arabia. You could call it Brooklyn Electrical Works. <laughs> yeah, I could call it that. Yeah, that's another one. Um so I actually feel like I should have gone because my idea is different but similar. Okay. But I feel like it would have been better had I let in with mine because it would have seamlessly run right into yours okay. as an additional thing. Right. But we didn't. No. We didn't plan this out because we don't do that. Uh, we're a little off the cuff. But I spent, uh, uh, as I told you earlier, I spent a couple hours today researching what I thought was this great, great idea uh-huh. um, <clears throat> having to do with uh, haunted house real estate. Yep. And uh, I then realized, why does this all sound so familiar? And uh, I went back to our very first episode, yep, number one, which was real estate, and uh, there was a very, very, very similar idea that you had come up with, but yours dealt more with murder, murder yeah, right, deaths in the home, yeah. which, as we all know, haunted houses you're usually haunted because of deaths in the home. But the sort of the weird twist on this is is while. Uh, deaths in the home decrease the value Uh of a home, a haunted house can actually increase Uh the value of the home. Obviously, there are factors playing in there. It depends on the type of haunting that's going on there, whether they're mischievous or, you know, scary. Yeah. Uh, But to a certain segment of society, uh, a haunted home is like a big deal. Sure. Beetlejuice. And it, well, exactly. And, uh, you know, one perfect example is Nicolas Cage uh, bought a house in 2007, the LaLaurie Mansion in New Orleans, that he paid three and a half million dollars in. Uh-huh. And he's never slept in it because it's so haunted uh, that uh, they'll go over there, mm-hmm. but you can't sleep there. It's too terrifying. Okay. They're afraid they may actually die. Or be terrified to the point that they could never walk in again. So they'll have dinner parties there. Yeah. Says at any given moment there are five or six ghosts around him. Okay. When he's there. Now, of course, we know that uh, he went. He's bankrupt. Yeah. And uh, he's the house is now up for sale, and it is currently up for sale for uh, even more money than he paid for it. Wow. It's at about five million dollars now. 
okay? That's a huge jump up, mm-hmm. right? And this is a haunted house. So, you know, people died in there, but they died a long time ago, and it's not that people don't care about that anymore. So I said to myself, there's a market there, right? Mm-hmm. If it's upping the value of your house, now they didn't give any percentages, but I think it's reasonable to assume that if you have a haunted house, you could sell it to someone who's looking for a haunted house because they're not like everywhere. We all we know for a fact that not every one, two, three Main Street is haunted. Yeah. You know, if it was, then it would be a dime a dozen. Yeah. These are special places. Right. So the first thing I thought was, well, how do you find out if you have a ghost in your house? Right. And uh, I, of course, went to uh, WikiHow. Okay. Because they can tell you basically anything you need to know. Sure. Is in WikiHow. And they gave some tips, which I'm going to pass on here, so you can uh, look for stuff that is missing. Uh-huh. So you've got to look for stuff that is missing. Uh-huh. Uh, anything that indicates that something's changed, if you lost something, be sure to loop and suspect anything. It is all possible. Uh, turn all lights off at night except for a lit candle for only a few hours of the night because apparently a lit candle will make it easier to find the ghost because they think you are lighting a candle for them. Candles actually attract ghosts. Oh, really? Um, that's why uh, people turn off candle lights in the old days. They would snuff the candles. I always thought it was because they didn't want the house to burn down. Apparently, it was because they attracted, sh- sh- attracted ghosts. Okay. And then you would stay awake uh, to look for these ghosts okay. as they come. Uh Ouija boards yep. is common. Try to communicate them with uh, Ouija boards. Um, also, uh, tape recorders for electronic uh, voice phenomena, which uh-huh. you see all the ghost hunters do. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, if you do find there, you can ask if you can help. Walk around your house with a candle, just randomly asking if you can help. If uh, it is a ghost that is seeking help, that feels like it's stuck between two planes, uh-huh. they may reach out and talk to you. Uh, contact you in some way. Um, uh, photographs, uh, you can get photographic uh, images of ghosts. They're not what you would think. It's usually flares that you will see uh-huh. on, on, on the camera or in the film is a big one, so that's an indicator. Uh, and, uh, you know, research your property, Yeah. right? So these are all ways to find out if you have a ghost, right? So some people may find out that, yeah, look, we have this great silent little ghost here. Yeah. It's great. Like all these things, we didn't even realize they were happening. Yeah. But what if you don't have a ghost, but you want to sell your house? You need to get the max that you can for it. All right. You want to make a lot of money. I thought to myself, well, how would I make my house haunted okay. without actually killing somebody yeah. or someone dying there? And so I did a little search, and boom, right on Yahoo Answers... <laughs> How do I get a friendly ghost to live in my house? Yeah. Um, this person's specific question was, I want a ghost to live in my house, like one I can talk to and see, and that will talk back to me. The house isn't very old. Doubt that there's anyone has died in it, et cetera, et cetera, and they don't want to use a Ouija board because, you know, Ouija board is kind of the dark arts. Yeah. Right? You don't know. You may, get a, you may think you're getting a ghost, but you may end up with a demon. Yeah, if you're calling something, and that's no good. No good. You don't want that. So uh, you would think that there wouldn't be very many responses to this. Uh I'm sure there's millions. (laughs) Lo and behold, (laughs) 
there's a whole bunch. Yeah. So I'm just going to, uh, 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 a couple. Uh, this one was, was particularly uh, sang out to me. Um, the response for this was uh, very easily, but be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. Um, so here's his list of things. One, pray to God for what you want. Okay, yeah. Because I know God is big in the ghost thing. <laughs> He'll just deliver. He's got lots. <laughs> right, exactly. He'll give you one. Just throw one down yeah. to you. Uh, call out in your mind like you were talking to yourself, but without actually saying the words, i.e., for example, are there any friendly spirits out there that would like to live in my house? Uh-huh. Be prepared for a telepathic response. Um, uh, and you may think you were hearing your own thoughts, but you're not. You're actually hearing a ghost hopefully responding positively. If they do respond positively, invite them in. Again, telepathically saying, please come in, you are welcome. Yeah. And uh, your house should be haunted. Uh, Be prepared to start feeling and eventually seeing any that show up. Remember to treat a spirit nicely and it will be nice to you and also don't ask them for advice. Yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't want to ask them for advice, but apparently that's that's a deal. Yeah. Um, What do they know? They're dead. Someone else said, uh, here's another one. Uh, here's what you do. This was actually the best answer. Um, go to the cemetery and walk across the graves. Uh, be careful what you ask for, but ask one of the graves to come and visit you. And then just keep your eyes open. Strange things might happen or you might have a crazy dream. Suddenly you've got a ghost in your home. Okay. Okay, and so you can haunt your house. Now, if you get very good at this, you can start offering this as a service yeah. to people to haunt their houses. Look, New York City is full of new construction, uh-huh. right? There are tons of high-rise buildings, apartments. People want to sell their home. Yep. There is a huge—people are trying to become rich yep. off of development, yep. rich off of that apartment that they bought. Yep. They want to make the most money they can. I'm telling you the way you do this is you get your house haunted. Haunted up. You find some rich, famous person like yep. a Nicolas Cage, for instance, and uh, go out and uh, find a ghost to come and live in your home. Yeah, you could call it Air Boo Boo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. Get the cards printed right now. Yep. Yeah, so there you go. I like it. Thanks. Uh, would you want a haunted house? Uh, I would not, I don't think. Really? No. What if they were nice? Or or benevolent? Look, I have a hard time just living with my wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not the guy who likes roommates. Okay. It's not my thing. Right. And then the fact that they could be there at any time, you know what I mean? I'm in the bathroom. Yeah. I'm, you know, I, I would feel, I would the feeling that someone is around me all the time I don't like. You know what would be a good thing, though? What? If you just fart whenever you want and blame it on that ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dog, but even but even more so, you could do it. Um, what do you think happens when a ghost farts? It's a, like a puff. Just a puff? Like a white puff, like someone blows talcum powder. Uh-huh. If, it's, if, it's, if they are electromagnetic, though, do you think something like shoots off of them? Yeah, it's probably, yeah, it's like, yeah, slime. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, who are you going to call Ghostbusters, yeah. Noel? Buster. Buster. Um, so, Noel. Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of, we're getting towards that time. We are. And at this time, this phase, we have a lot of money. Uh-huh. 
I like that we're horrifying phases yeah. now. <laughs> Our show is broken up into phases. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and, and and we have horrifying amounts of money. <laughs> uh, it's probably haunted. This money. Uh huh. You don't know if it's good demons or bad demons right. in that money. You got to do something with that money. Get Otherwise, it'll it <laughs> sit there and it will it will torture you at night. Uh huh. So, uh, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Please take it away. Prestige HD Supreme Rose isn't your standard 55-inch high-definition TV. The base and the outer frame is made from 28 kilos of solid 18-carat rose gold. And the outer frame has 72 brilliant, round-cut, flawless diamonds with a mix of sunstones and amethysts. While the inner frame is made from hand-sewn alligator skin. There will only be three of these ever made. The cost of buying just one of these will be about £1.6 million, or about $2.2 million. Now if that seems too much for a TV, don't worry, because they also make a budget edition. It's called the Budget HD Supreme, which only has 18 kilograms of gold and 48 diamonds, and it's much more affordable. It will only cost you £1 million, about $1.5 million. In that case, you might as well just buy four of them. I, what I love about when they do this to all this technology, and, we, uh-huh. and I mentioned it with the, with the iPhone, the most expensive iPhone, is that it is basically the technology is useless yeah. in two or three years. Yeah. So you have this $2.5 million television sitting around that is going to suck compared to the $1,000 one <laughs> yeah. that's at the BJ's around the corner. Um, yeah, so there you go. Spend it on a, you know, but you got money to burn, and that's kind of the point of it. That is. Rub that in people's faces. Uh, so also uh, around this time we should talk about talking to us. That's right. So, you know, people out there, we love hearing from you. So if you want to get in touch with us to give us ideas for our show, give us schemes to judge or give us rules to judge our schemes by, just say hi. Just to say anything at all. Uh, You can reach us on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. You can reach us via email at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Or you can get us on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes or anywhere where you download podcasts and you can subscribe, you can rate, you can review, you can listen to us every Saturday night on RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, Saturday night at 8 o'clock New York time, and uh, listen to us live, get the tips for anyone else. That's right. Get the jump. That's right. Um, And as we do always at the end of the show, Noel. That's right. Uh, So, you know, we know our ideas are fantastic, and they're worth you quitting your job, taking out loans, selling everything you know, spending your child's college tuition you have saved. How do you know? Well, it's because Josh here scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick to judge our schemes by. Josh, where do our rules come from this week? Uh, Today's rules are 10 rules to get rich uh, by Prasanna Vishwasrao on the self-help and self-development.com website. Uh, Rule number one, always keep your goal in sight. Um, you know, it's you know your house is haunted if you can see that ghost. Yeah, you sure do. Um, rule number two: take daily action. Yeah, because they're ghosts. <laughs> That's right. Um, so we're two for two, Noel, which means that uh, we're getting rich, like we needed to to 
there's some stupid rules to tell us that. But we always need some sort of outside objective uh, viewer. Anyway, so once again, for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place.